Super Bowl 58 is upon us, and we have a banger of a podcast today. Jay Mills, how's it going on this Friday morning for you? Man, it's a beautiful Friday. Um, get the weekend started, Super Bowl weekend. We got Waste Management. Already had that on TV. You got Live, Las Vegas. You got a lot of a lot of sports going on, a lot of sports talks. Our, our teams are in it. Our teams made it for the uh, first full season of the pod. Um, we got a we got a special guest uh, over your shoulder right now who has ties <laughs> to uh, to kind of both teams. Uh, so uh, we're gonna roll just yeah, roll with, straight into uh, the with, the pod. So with without further ado, we've got a uh, special guest picker this this week for a new segment we're doing called Fiance Bet. And my fiance Jenna, I think we'll give her a nickname. We'll say J Wow. Maybe. J Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she's going to give us her best bet for the, the big game, um, her first time jumping on a podcast, and not her first time betting, but per, her first time picking her own bet, maybe. I've given her a lot of misdirection in the past. Yeah, the first time I started betting, this might not be good for the pod for Brandon, but all we did was those free bets, and I didn't win any money. I lost all of my <laughs> free bets with all of the apps. Well, we were taking big risks because it was free bets. Oh, okay. That's how it works. Yeah, that's usually how it works, right, Jay Mills? Yeah, you got to go big. If it's if it's a free bet, you just take a big bet. You don't just take an even money bet. You got to go big. Go big or go home. It's yeah. free money. <laughs> All I know is that it's way more fun betting with Brandon's money than it is with my own money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a little yeah, bit lot, easier lot, for me to... A lot less stressful. It's, exactly. it's a little bit easier when uh, Christian McCaffrey comes through you with for you with the futures bet on Offensive Player of the Year. I know. What are we going to buy? I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe we'll just buy more entry fees into bets that I'll make this weekend. What's the point of winning if you're not going to buy something with it? And I feel like if McKenna was here, Justin's a girlfriend, my best friend, she would agree that I need to go buy a new pair of shoes. Or have you heard of com compounding interest, where I take that money and I turn it into more no, money? You say some the term like compounding see, what interest. You, and it what you what you do, Jenna? See, this I, is where I, you I have you out. have a short short view. Like what you should be doing is you should be doubling down, and then you get two new pairs of shoes. That's how that's yeah. how betting works. Or or you lose all of it and you get zero. No, we, you new don't pairs lose. That's that you don't lose. <laughs> you that's never the whole you never thing. lose. You either win money or you go through the exhilarating <laughs> excitement of losing money okay. while watching a sporting event and probably during and that builds year. character yeah it does build character. yeah Losing we should have character. later in the day so we could have had a beer <laughs> yeah well i'm i'm still drinking coffee we'll shift a beer later um probably while i'm producing this puppy but um so you know you know who's on we've got uh jenna uh the love of my life ready to kick off our podcast with with her pick but before we get into it um, pretty similar setup. We've got our ATD plays. We've got our offensive props. We've got our defensive props. We're going to take a tortoise in the hair pick. Our Super Bowl picks, which you may be able to already kind of figure out, um, an MVP pick, our same game parlay. And then, of course, it wouldn't be the Super Bowl without uh, our novelty prop bets. And then I'll, I'll uh, loop in a few guest picks that uh, texted me there their thoughts at the very end so should be a little bit longer a show even though we only have one game but it's the uh it's the big boy of the year justin so we might as well get as much as much football betting down as we can now yeah i mean it's a super bowl you can pretty much bet on anything it's uh if you're gonna pick one thing to bet on uh all year uh the super bowl is the one uh you can bet on anything from commercials to taylor swift props to aliens evading uh vegas <laughs> during the super bowl um <laughs> 
there's there's some presidential uh bets you could throw in there if you're one of those politics people um cross sports bets a little bit of everything um this one i'm I'm gonna be heavy on one team just because i i can't root for uh the chiefs at all um and i don't <laughs> want to be rooting for props so i have very few uh chiefs props in there so i'm pretty uh heavy on the niners props uh and you kind of go where where I'm going for the game and what my bet is. So, uh, but that 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 should have might as well just start off the uh, fiance bet, roll into that, and then we can start the pod, break down the game from there, from her bet on. I I, I love it because it's probably going to be our biggest hitting bet. So, uh, Jenna, why don't you take it away and tell us what you're looking at this weekend for the big game? So I took one of the Taylor Swift bets. Okay. Well, the 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 section. Yeah. What is it called? The DraftKings Super yeah. Bowl specials? No, but what's the Taylor Swift bet? For the Swifties? Yeah, for the Swifties. How you get the girl. How you get the girl. And I think uh, Brandon said I wasn't allowed to play the song because he didn't want us to get sued. Yeah, we can't We can't open ourselves up to a lawsuit with all but of our But I listeners. actually don't really know this Taylor Swift song as well, but I think it goes, I love you for worse or for better. And that's all I know. That's like part of the song. But yeah, the I don't bet think is... that's queued in, so it should be good. <laughs> I, I think she's going to work those into our vows, too, in October. I, I yeah. think so. <laughs> um, I'm going to sing our vows. Yeah. The bet is for Travis Kelsey to score a touchdown in each half. Yep. Worst half in the second half. And what are the odds? It's plus 950 odds. So. Plus 950. Okay. We're going to be bringing home a lot Shoot. of money for new pairs of shoes. Yeah. So she went with another big odds one, except this is not a free bet this time. Jenna, what, <laughs> do you, what you told me last night, what, are, uh, what were your thoughts on why you decided to, to go with this one? So with absolutely zero research into determining what I wanted to do for this bet, uh, I picked it because I think Travis Kelsey likes a crowd and he likes to show off. And in the Super Bowl, I think he's going to really, you know, mm-hmm. he has Taylor Swift there. It's a Super Bowl. Everyone's going to be watching, and he needs that, I think, to do well. Mm-hmm. And he's going to score at least one touchdown, I think. And I think he's got to split it up between the two halves to, you know, get people into the game. And well, and what better story it would be for him to catch a game-winning touchdown in the second half? Exactly. Right, Taylor Swift. And what did you tell? What did you tell me last night about regular season and uh, how he's doing now? Yeah, he had, you know, during the middle of the season, he was just meh. But, you know, now he's back on the up and he's remembering how good it feels. Mm-hmm. And he's going to capitalize on that at the Super Bowl with everyone watching him. Yeah, I like it. I mean, two touchdowns from Kelsey's probably what a lot of people are looking at. It just depends on if they're in both halves. Does he usually score two touchdowns? Uh, he scores well, two touchdowns a lot. And, I mean, Vegas is rooting against us because all the uh, all the women out there that are getting into sports betting and uh, – <laughs> Maybe like uh, guys that have uh, girls in their lives. They're like, I want Travis Kelsey to score. Bet it. You know, all the people that bet yeah. it. Like, sure, I'll throw some money on it. And that's the last thing Vegas needs is Travis Kelsey to score two touchdowns. But, hey, that's, yeah, someone's got to make money point. one day. Yeah, and then she can go buy her own pair of shoes if this bet hits. No. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I will say that. I am not technically a Swifty, but I like Taylor Swift. But I did know who Travis Kelsey was before they started dating. Mm-hmm. Um, Brandon knows that he's one of my celebrity crushes. Yeah, unfortunately. So persona non grata on this podcast. It's all good. McKenna has a lot on the uh, McKenna has a lot on the Niners. So she thinks they're a very attractive team, which I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. they they are. So they are. Yeah, she. They're more attractive. She's not here than the, Chief, than the Chiefs. Did. She's not here to defend herself. I don't think no. she would have anything to defend. 
Yeah. That's why you have to that's why you have to get the shots in now. She can't defend herself. <laughs> yeah. So Maybe she'll finally listen. <laughs> <laughs> oh now she really can't defend herself. But I think it's a great bet. All you Swifties listening out there or uh husbands, boyfriends of Swifties. Let your ladies know this is the bet to ride for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. This is a bet this to is ride. How you get them, this is how you get them hooked on betting. You tell them there's Taylor Swift bets, and they're like, what? Really? Exactly. And then exactly. now they're all hooked. You could probably I bet decided... on The Bachelor and stuff, I'm sure, on like some sports books out there. You could bet on The Bachelor or Bachelorette. You could just be watching all season when sweating a bet. <laughs> exactly. I decided not to bet on him proposing. I don't think he's going to propose. Some no. people think he is. Yeah. I don't think. I, I think that would it. be too cliche, too. Too much. Yeah. If you were a girl, would you say yes if um, so your NFL boyfriend proposed to you after winning the Super Bowl? I don't necessarily believe it's propaganda, like that they're together and it's just all for <laughs> clout. But, I mean, if if he proposes, I'm, I might be spectacle that, I, like yeah. that it is and, and think uh, you can actually bet that she says no to the proposal at 50 yeah. million odds oh. from people out there. You just got to find the right sports book. It's like Canada or something, right? I hope he's smart. Unless they talk about it, maybe that's her thing. Doesn't seem like too bright of a guy, but um, his his football his football's the his football's the the saving grace. Do you think that if he um, wins a Super Bowl, he's going to announce his retirement? Um, No, I don't think he's retiring. I don't know. I think he likes football too much. Yeah, I think he likes football. He might pull. He might pull a Gronk and be like, "Hey, I'm not showing up till uh, week one, guys." Uh, so I'll be ready by like week six next year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. yeah, that's true. And if he does retire, I feel like he'll say it's his last season because he wants the whole shebang and all the attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see him doing something like that. Well, Travis Kelsey's the guy to ride, Jenna. So uh, we'll... he is the guy to ride. Okay. <laughs> this is PG. We have underage gamblers that listen to this podcast. Okay. Yeah, not everybody's uh, 21. I mean, there's some <laughs> countries where you can bet at 18. So, <sighs> yeah, that's true. So, uh, Jenna, thank you so much for jumping on. We're gonna have, we're gonna probably make this a more regular thing. Maybe when we get into uh, the Genesis Open next week, you can make a golfer uh, pick because you are an expert at golfing. Positive track record with golf betting. She won our pool last year, mm-hmm. Justin. You probably remember, you were in that, weren't you? Or am I imagining that? No, I was your in pool. It. I lost. <laughs> Uh yeah yeah but Jenna like, uh, won. I was in the lead I think maybe I think I was in the lead going into like the weekend and then my guys went like combined like plus like twenty or something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, stay tuned for for Jenna returning. Um, we appreciate you coming on and giving us a little Swifty juice in our our uh, show today. Yeah, this was fun. And I've we'll... never been on a podcast before, but I like to listen to myself talk so. Yeah. I'd love to come back. Yeah, and we'll get you back on soon, and maybe next time for if we can figure out the microphone situation for a little bit longer. I want one of the handheld ones okay. and a selfie light. The selfie light. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, if we win our bets, that's what we'll, we'll work light. on. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, if we win our bets, that's what we'll work on. You can buy <laughs> shoes, a selfie light, and uh, some headphones. Exactly, yeah. and I think we'll get like a lounge area. Yeah, we'll make a we'll make it a full studio up here. Uh-huh. Before we move studio. out, maybe we can just do this uh, podcast in like virtual reality or something. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. the metaverse. The metaverse. Yeah. In the metaverse, and just sit down on the couch in the metaverse and chill and have some fake beers. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Good right. uh, rest of your time recording. All right. Thanks, Jay. Well.
Well, Deuces. that that was a winner for sure. We'll be watching that one closely. It's Jenna's first first big pick on the pod, but uh, we'll get down to business now with some of our tr- more traditional sug- segments, Jay Mills, and uh, I think we'll start with anyone, anytime, anywhere. Why don't you go ahead and lead us off? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and break down the game. I mean, you guys have been listening to it for the last two weeks from professionals breaking down the game from an X's and O's standpoint. Um, this game really comes down to, like, uh, kind of like Jenna said, uh, JWoww, uh, you know, the primetime guys, the big lights uh, players out there. And, and I really don't think there's somebody that comes to life in big big games more than this player um, in the league. And a lot of you don't know because you don't really watch him or you see him on highlights. But Debo Samuel, um, whenever there's a big game, whether they're playing the Eagles or you need him to uh, get two touchdowns and just or CMC's out and he's the hog, right? Um, over the years, Debo's the guy. He's second Super Bowl. He was there as a rookie, actually played well as a rookie. Um, Debo will be returning kickoffs. Um, I don't know that for fact, but I know it for fact because uh, he's <laughs> going to basically tell Shanahan like he did uh, earlier in the year, like, I'm going back there, and Shanahan's going to be like, whatever, do whatever you want. I don't care. I don't care about special teams. Uh, so plus 135, <laughs> for one tu- plus 135 for one touchdown from Debo, I don't think I, – I don't see how – I mean, unless the Niners get blown out and just can't score touchdowns, which I don't see that happening, um, Debo scoring if they score more than one touchdown in the game. So plus 135, it should not be a plus number. Yeah, I like that too, Jay Mills. I'm I'm taking that as well. Um, I think, um, yeah, the KC secondary is st- tough, um, but he's going to have opportunities to catch and run the ball. And, you know, that speed you mentioned returning kicks, um, it, it really changes this. 49ers offense and looking back at the Chiefs defense yeah they, their secondary may be the best in the NFL but Zay Flowers did find a good amount of space in that game last week uh or two weeks ago rather um in the AFC championship so you know if, if Debo can get off the line of scrimmage unencumbered uh yeah un, unencumbered <laughs> without being jammed up I think um I think he could have a big uh <laughs> a big a big touchdown uh score and, and at least get in the end zone once. They'll they'll probably try some trickery around the goal line too with him and McCaffrey and, and I, I think he's gonna get some good looks. Yeah, th- this game is gonna I mean Debo's gonna have fifteen plus touches, whether it's seven rushes and eight catches, eight, eight rushes, seven catches. He's he's getting the ball fifteen times in this game. So you're gonna mm-hmm. get a player with that amount of volume. Um who basically is the Niners' backup running back. You will not see another running back touch the field. Um, if CMC's out for a play, Debo will be the running back. I, I don't see any other running back touching the field unless CMC gets hurt, which nobody wants to see. So, um, yeah. I mean, that could roll you into your uh, your KC bet since we don't want to just go through all the Niners' bets. Yeah. I So, Justin, this Debo is Justin's, I guess, kind of lock of his ATD bets. I have four. I mentioned Debo. Um, that's one of mine. Um, but my – my 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 main focus here for my ATD play is Rache Rice. Um, he's recently emerged as actually the top red zone target this year. He's out um, targeted Travis Kelsey twenty six to twenty five in red zone attempts. Um, it seems like outside of Kelsey, Mahomes uh, really only trusts Rice, especially in the red zone. Um, and at plus one twenty five for a rookie that scored eight touchdowns ranks ninth among all receivers at PFF versus zone coverage. Um, I think this is a golden opportunity for him to get the end zone because the Niners, Justin, as you know, almost exclusively run zone. Um, and he's really good at finding space underneath. They'll throw him some screens. And then the last big piece of this is I just think 
you know, Kelsey, for many different reasons, is going to receive a lot of attention next Sunday. And I think to score enough to win this game, the, the Chiefs are going to have to target some other guys in the uh, in the red zone. And for this, you just have to hope it's not the Justin Watsons, the Noah Grays of the world. And and I think Rice has shown his uh, his skill set at getting open in the in the uh, red zone. Yeah, Rasheed Rice is honestly the closest thing to Debo we've seen in a while. I think he's the only other receiver in the league averaging over eight uh, yards per, uh, sorry, um, yards after catch, um, Yak. Um, he is a lot better than I expected him to be. He, they definitely found a diamond in the rough there in the, in the second round with him. Um, if they can ever, if they can draft a receiver this year and pair him with another guy with Travis Kelsey aging but still good underneath, uh, they're going to be, their offense is going to be explosive. Um, they have a lot of speed, um, a lot of people after the catch. I think they're just one wide receiver short from being a, an elite offense, and you kind of seen that. Um, they got a lot better as Rasheed Rice uh, developed through the season. Um, Rasheed Rice also primary lines up on the left side of the field, it seems like, for the Chiefs. Uh, looking at statistics, I think it's close to like 75% of the time he's on the left side of the field. And Traverius Ward is the Niners' uh, best cornerback, uh, who is the next Kansas City Chief, actually beat the Niners in the Super Bowl years back. Um, he lines up primarily on the left side of the defense, so opposite of, of where Rasheed Rice is, and I, I don't really see him following. He hasn't really followed anybody all year, so I don't see them switching that up. Maybe they do mm -hmm. at halftime if Rasheed Rice is just going crazy, but the other Niner cornerbacks are a joke. Um, horrendous players um, have some talent, but they just can't get there. Um, their safeties aren't good without Ufunga. Um that's kind of the weakness of their defense is their second to third cornerbacks and then their safeties without a funga back there. Um, I, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't see the Niners being able to run the football or sorry. They, I don't see the chiefs being able to uh, run the football um, effectively. If the Niners decide to stop the run, it's just a matter of what they decide to do. Um, if they put eight in the box, they're not gonna be able to run the ball with the Fred Warners yeah. of the world. Um, yeah. Although I do like Pacheco, but I'll get to that point later on. So I'll let you get through a couple more of your your bets. Yeah, yeah. I'll go. My other Chiefs one is kind of jumping off of Jenna's pick. I'm taking Travis Kelsey for an ATD uh, storylines. You know, history in the playoffs. I, I can go all day, but um, he didn't play great in the regular season. Jenna alluded to that. Um, he failed to reach 100 catches, only five touchdowns in 15 games. Um, in the playoffs, though, in the three playoff games, he's had 23 catches on 27 targets for over 260 yards and three touchdowns. Facing the Dolphins, the Bills, and the Ravens, all pretty darn good secondaries, he continues to get open. Um, and, he, I mean, you only have to look two weeks ago. San Francisco's defensive production has started to fall off a cliff, and the, the pressure metrics are slowing down a little bit, even though you'll hear differently from me, me later in the game. Um, but then you look at Kelsey's full, if you take his full playoff career, 156 catches, uh, which I think broke Jerry Rice's record for most catches in the postseason, 1,800 yards, 19 touchdowns, and he scored a touchdown in 10 of his last 12 playoff games. Um, so I think he's it's at minus 110. I'm surprised it's not higher for a game of this magnitude and a, a pair, Mahomes and Kelsey, of this magnitude. So that's where I'm going uh, with my third ATD pick. JMLs, what do you? Uh, why don't we throw it back to you for for some Niners picks before I cap mine off? 
Yeah, I'll roll through my my two guys I have um, for a longer shot touchdown bets um, on the Niners side. I mean, they have so many weapons, but I just think Kansas City's defense is going to try to hone in on those guys, and I wouldn't be surprised if Shanahan pulls some type of trick around the goal line against the Spags defense that has been good all year and is one of the best. He's one of the best defensive coordinators in the league uh, for the last twenty years, um, and he's just been. Andy Reid's just been lucky to have him. Uh, Spags is too old to get a head coaching job in the league right now. So, um, but with that being said, I, I, I could see the Niners running some type of weird like read option or like a naked boot um, where they just fake the ball to McCaffrey and, and Purdy keeps it. He's athletic enough to move at plus uh, 600, I think. With his scrambling ability in a, in a must-win game, he's not going to leave anything uh, out there. He's going to be lowering his shoulder around the goal line or he's not sliding. Um, he'll scramble if he needs to. He's a smart player, but he's not sliding around the goal line. He's just going to mm-hmm. try to get in there. So a six to one odds. I love that bet. And then I also like use check at nine to one odds. I bet it last week. He had the opportunity. They gave him the ball at the three yard line. He got two yards um, tackled at the one um, more tripped at the one, but uh, he, he had his opportunity around the goal line. And, and I really don't, I, I could see them running again. Um, everybody's going to be keen on CMC around the goal line, Debo around the goal line. I could see some weird use check flare out, use check handoff, uh, opposite direction, something to get use check the ball. Um, he's had a, he had a touchdown against Kansas City last time they played in the Super Bowl, and I could easily see it again here. Um, he's going to have a couple catches in this game. Uh, always does in big games. So nine to one odds. Yeah. I like those odds too. Yeah, those are both good good uh, grabs at, at uh, where they're priced. I. I stuck a little bit lower um, with all of mine. My last, my fourth ATD pick is actually a first half ATD pick, and it's the guy that uh, led the league in touchdowns, cashed me on the offensive player of the year last night. I'm going Christian McCaffrey, first half ATD. Almost want to take him as the first touchdown scorer just because of how good the Niners are on their scripted start of the game plays. I, they have some crazy stat where they score on their opening drive um, a, a crazy amount of time. So, um, 25 total touchdowns this year, 16 of those in the first half. He's played 18 games, scored in 15, and he scored a first half TD in 13 of those 15 games <laughs> that he's scored in. So first half TD, 72% of games he's played and 87% of the games he's scored in. Um, a lot of, like I mentioned, a lot of early scoring has to do with how good the Niners are on script their first 10 or their scripted plays, however many of that last heading into last week at best TD percentage on opening drives of the four remaining teams at 55% on the season. Um, and he scored in each of the five playoff games with the Niners and has a first half touchdown in three of those. So um, considering, you know, the, the chiefs defense is a little bit weaker against the run and I mean, McCaffrey's going to get fed the ball as much as he wants it. I, I like him to score. Um, and I'm wrapping all of the, all four of those up into a parlay at plus 1700 as well for, you know, maybe a 10th of a unit. Uh, something small just to keep the blood pumping. But I, I, I will say you'll hear from me later. I don't know if I ex- expect more than four touchdowns in this game. So I'm hoping I picked all four right. <laughs> you know, I think I think that's kind of the to me, Jay Mills, that's the number that I'm looking at. Is it is it four touchdowns? Is it going to be three and, you know, five field goals? Right. I think that four touchdown mark is really from an over under perspective what we're looking at. Um, but before we get there, I think we'll. Uh, We'll, we'll head over to our prop, lock, and drop it segment. And this is, uh, this is going to be more of our offensive props. We, we're going to have a, another segment to follow on this. Um, so I'll go ahead and start. Uh, 
since you're going to go heavy with 49ers, Jay Mills, I'll start with my 49ers pick and then you can you can pick up where I left off. But um, I'm taking as one of my props, Christian McCaffrey over 18 and a half rushing attempts. Um, the 49ers run the ball 48.2 percent of the time, creating roughly 30 rushing plays. Um, and, you know, it, it's. It depends on the game script if they're going to hit those 30 rushing plays. But I think overall, the Niners offense is pretty well balanced. And, and it, unless they're behind a couple scores, I see them continuing to work the run game. McCaffrey gets about gets about 60 to 75, 65 to 70% of the carries um, with Debo getting some carries, pretty stealing some. Um, and then Mitchell uh, coming in for the, the occasional carry. But 5.3 yards per carry against Casey's four and a half yards against. I think. Um, he's going to have enough success on the ground to warrant more carries. And I, I, I see them again, feeding him the ball, especially that opening drive. I mean, he could, he could get a third of the, this, this total in the opening drive alone um, and hitting that uh, 19 rushing attempts at minus minus one thirty-five. So that's the first, uh, first prop I'm targeting J Mills. Yeah, I don't hate that. I mean, if the Niners have the lead or it's a close game, he's going to hit that number um, as long as he stays healthy, which again, we're not expecting anybody to get hurt in this game. Um, very rarely mm-hmm. does it happen in Super Bowls, and he's not coming out even if he's a little banged up. Um, I mean, if, if you ask Kyle Shanahan, he's going to want to give him the ball 30 times so <laughs> on the ground and then yeah. throw him the ball another five times. But uh, be that as it may, I'll go through my three favorite Niner bets on the Niner side. Um, the first two I feel like are locks. Uh, the third one, I really love the number, um, but it's something a little stressful. So we'll start with Purdy <laughs> over 247.5 yards at minus 115. He's hit this in most of his games this year. Um, hits this whether – and the only times he didn't hit it, I think it's like four or five times this year. The only times he didn't hit it, looking back at those games, it's when they are just blowing teams out like the Steelers earlier in the year. Um, where they just get a huge lead. He really just doesn't even play the fourth quarter or they're just running the ball. Um, 247, I mean, game script, I mean, I don't see the Niners blowing Kansas City out. Um, If it's a close game, they're going to need to throw the ball. Debo is going to go into, like, demon mode, where his yards after the catch are probably going to be berserk. Um, Kittle's yards after the catch are going to be crazy. Um I just don't see how this, and if they get behind, this number easily hits. So I don't really see why this number is so low. Um, I think people are just kind of keeping it at that that reasonable number, just because of it's it is a big lights game. Um, you never know how players are going to react in these type of games. But I mean, even even if he plays bad and throws interceptions, one he's not getting benched, and then at, then at that point, like they have to throw the ball. So two forty seven, I love the number. Probably my favorite prop bet. Um, the other one I really love is Debo over seventy seven point five rushing and reception yards of minus one fifteen. Um, I'd bet this up to eighty two, eighty five. Honestly, um, if you can get an alt line at one hundred, I would take it. Like I said, Debo's getting fifteen touches, close to fifteen touches in this game, fourteen to fifteen. Um, He's going to get a carry on the first three plays of the drive or a screen pass. Like That's guaranteed. It happens every big game. Um, they want to get Debo involved. He had eight catches last week. Um, close to hitting my uh, – or not last week, two weeks ago, but close to hitting uh, him to lead the game in, at 15-1. to one. Um, Very, very <laughs> close until the last drive when they just let uh, – uh, Laporta catch everything. Um, <laughs> yeah. so 77 and a half. I really think he hits that easily. Um, he could hit it in the receiving game um, and he could have 50 yards rushing if he breaks off a run. The last mm-hmm. one I'm rolling with is use check over four and a half receiving yards. 
you need one catch. Uh, check's going to be running a lot of routes. Like I said, he's going to be schemed up, especially with Kansas City um, having so many people to deal with. I think you kind of forget about check when you're game planning, and it's like hopefully he doesn't do anything. So I could see Shanahan scheming up one play where he's probably going to be wide open. Um, it's just hopefully Brock hits him um, when he's open, and hopefully or hopefully the D line doesn't get to him before he's open. Um, but I think four and a half is just is just too low of a number um, at minus one twenty. Yeah, uh, all makes sense to me. Use chick, I think. Use chick and Purdy kind of game script dependent. I mean, if the Niners are are leading, yeah, they're probably going to lead on that run game, and uh, you know, leading probably by more than you know uh, uh, two scores. Um, Debo, I like either way. I think he's going to get touches unless it's a massive blowout, which the NFL does not want, so I don't think will happen. And use chick, I mean, looking at those games, there were four games, five games, if you count the playoffs this year, where he's had over. 26 yards receiving. So, and then uh, I think two others where he, two or three others where he, you know, hit over five receiving yards. So not a bad, not a bad look there. Uh, shifting over to, to to my Chiefs look here. I'm first one. I'm going with Pat Mahomes, two plus pass TDs. Not great odds. It's at minus 160. I mean, <laughs> arguably the greatest football player, at least quarterback, I should say, of all time on the biggest stage in the game. Uh, especially considering I just took Rice and Kelsey to score a touchdown. I'm dropping Pat uh, Mahomes uh, to throw two pass TDs to his Mahomes at minus 160. I, I, I don't think you need to dig much deeper than that. I, I think to win this game, he's probably going to have to throw a couple through the air, especially with that Niners pass rush that, that does a great job of not only getting a rush, but containing quarterbacks too. So Mahomes is going to have to get tricky and, you know, he could run one in as well, but I like the passing touchdowns. Uh, looking at Rache Rice again, I think he's going to have a big game, as I mentioned at the top. Niners were just carved up by Jared Goff and Amon Ross St. Brown. Yes, Nick Bosa has a favorable matchup against Jawan Taylor, um, but what that could lead to is Mahomes just getting the ball out quicker. Um, I'm sure Bosa, you'll hear from me later, will we'll disrupt the game a little bit. Kelsey's going to have his moments, but I mentioned he'll be the focal point, and Rice could be kind of that hidden forgotten man. Um, second on the team to Kelsey in terms of targets and receptions and against zone coverage. And he just, like I said before, he does a great job of finding uh, soft spots in the zone. And, and he's been, his catch, his uh, catches have been going up uh, later on in the season, six, seven, eight, nine. You know, I think one game he even had 10 catches. So he's going to get the volume and he's got a team lead 8.9 yards after catch per reception against zone defense. So that's my second pick uh, going with Rache Rice. And then lastly, uh, like Harrison Butker, over one and a half field goals made at minus 120. Um, he's played in tons of big games before. Hasn't missed in in Kansas City's postseason runs. Perfect seven for seven on uh, field goals. Um, tough kicks in ba- Buffalo. Fifty-two yarder against Baltimore. Seven for seven on PATs. Regular season he was ninety-four point three percent success rate on field goals attempted, and uh, f- five for five on kicks of fifty yards plus. So the way I see it, he just needs to get out there and <laughs> attempt two kicks, and you're probably cashing on this one. So those are my offensive props for the week. Yeah. Um... I don't hate any of them. Uh, Mahomes should hit that. I mean, Rice probably hits that. And, I mean, if the Niners' defense shows up, um, I think one-and-a-half field goals for Buckner should be pretty much a lock because I I don't really see how they don't move the ball down the field um, against the Niners' offense or defense every once in a while. And and the Niners' defense is one of the best red zone defenses in the league. So unless Andy Reid's going to start going for it on fourth down every time, which – I mean, he's not scared to go for it on fourth down, but if they have an easy field goal inside the 20, you're probably just going to take it in, the, in a low-scoring game. Um, 
especially if the Niners uh, aren't running away with the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that I, rolls I us. Think... Go ahead. Take it away. Take it away, J. Mills. I was just say that rolls us into our defensive bet, so we can talk about the defensive end. I know uh, you have you have a lot of love for uh, defensive football uh, going back to the days. So, uh, mine's very my my strategy on this is very very simple. Um, <laughs> I'm rolling with Bosa, Chase Young, and Hargrave all to have over 0.25 sacks. Different odds. Bosa's at minus 105. Young's at plus 250, and Hargrave's at plus 190. Um, they're going to be on the field pretty much the entire game. They rotate. They rotate out every once in a while, but Mahomes is going to get sacked uh, one or two times in this game, and there's a good chance with the, how the Niners like defense works. Like a lot of times they get half sacks. Um, you see that a lot when you're watching a Niner game where it's two guys get to somebody, whether it's Bosa and Young or Hargrave, and then Bosa comes over the top and top and finishes off a tackle at plus or at point two five. That's what I would love to see. That right? You get a mm-hmm. you get a Bosa over the top and a Hargrave uh, half half sack, and now you just hit both your bets. So I'm just rolling with them. Um, hopefully, two of them hit. Um, and if, even if one of them hits, you're not down a lot of money. And if it was like a Chase Young that hits, then you're chilling, right? So yeah, um, I think they key in on Bosa, um, which should leave Chase yeah. Young open as long as he wants to actually try this game, um, which I don't really see how anybody doesn't give full effort in the Super Bowl every single play. And if you're not in the Super Bowl, you need to be out of the league. Um, yeah. You're not giving full effort in the Super Bowl. Uh, it, clearly, you don't have the love for the game that you should. Um, so yeah. Those that's basically I'm keeping it very simple. Uh, those three guys to have point two sacks, two five sacks. I think Mahomes gets sacked a couple times, so that's where I'm at. Yeah, I, Mahomes doesn't get sacked a lot, which makes me a bit nervous. Justin, I actually picked out two of those as well. I'm taking both at minus one hundred five. Just needs to get that half sack, and then Chase Young, as you said, uh, also plus two fifty. I'm taking both of them. Um, Bosa had two sacks against the Lions, so he looked good last uh, two weeks ago. Third in the league among rushers with a pass grade of ninety two point six. And I already touched on going against Jawan Taylor, who's who's surrendered five sacks since week six and um, only grades out of the 64.7 pass blocker grading. So um, I, I think Bosa should should hit. He, I don't know if he's going to get a full sack, a half sack, whatever, but I think Bosa should definitely hit. Chase Young, um, he's he's gotten at least a half sack in four of his nine games with the Niners and eight of 15 overall this season. And I just think, you know, you you mentioned he's just too talented to not get in the backfield and at least have a shot to get a sack, especially at plus 250. Um, and I think they're if they are able to force the Chiefs into throw, throw, throw mode, um, Chase Young's just going to have that many more opportunities. So I, I like the longer odds there. And then I pivot over to the Chiefs for a uh, a little bit different of a look at a pass rusher on the Chiefs, actually. So I'm taking the sophomore George Karloftis over three and a half tackles and assists. And you actually get plus money on this one, uh, plus 135. He's had four or more tackles plus assists in each of his last four games. And he was on the field for 88% of the run plays in the AFC Championship game against Baltimore. So um, he's going to be out there for opportunities to get to get these tackles and these assists. I mean, he could he could just co-tackle four times and you still hit this. Um, and and when you look at Shanahan's game script, leaning probably a little bit more on Christian McCaffrey in the running game, um, especially in their opening drives to help Purdy kind of settle in. Um, I think it's going to open up more opportunities for Karloftis to get this. Uh, and and we you know Yuschik, um, you know 
wheeling out of the backfield or running a flat route, right? There's those opportunities for him to, to him to, you know, kind of fan out and, and make those tackles. I think there's going to be a lot of, a lot of chances for him here. So I like the over three and a half at plus 135 as uh, my last defense wins championship bet uh, before we get into the tortoise and the hare. So I'm going to, I guess I'll kick it off, Jay Mills. We kind of have similar thoughts here, I think, um, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, Tortoise and the Hare, only two sides to pick. I'm going with the under. Um, I think you look at la- uh, Super Bowl 57 shootout uh, between the Chiefs and the Eagles. But I think um, the defenses are going to rise to the occasion here. The Chiefs secondary, we've talked about how good that is. Chris Jones up front um, and then Nick Bolton kind of uh, in the center there. They've got, they've got a strong defense in their DC is a Hall of Fame caliber coordinator. And the Niners defense, yes, they've they've kind of faded a little bit, but I think they're up to the challenge in the biggest game of the year. Um, when you look at the Chiefs defense, they held the Bills to just seven points in the second half and then only allowed a field goal in the second half to the Ravens. So they're really great at halftime adjustments. Um, and and I, I think something similar could happen. So if you're looking for scoring, it's probably going to happen in the first half. The 49ers have struggled to put points on the board in the first half and have relied, especially against Detroit, second half resurgences to get past the, both the Packers and Lions. Um, so... You know, San Francisco, and then flipping the, the tables, I guess, to San Francisco's defense, they've struggled against the run, giving up 182 yards to the Lions last week. Um, and so Kansas City is probably going to look to exploit that, causing the clock to run a bit faster. And lastly, the 49ers, you know, they allow the fourth fewest passing yards per attempt during the regular season and had the most interceptions. So I think that's going to frustrate Mahomes a little bit. We talked about him having to get the ball out early, and it's probably going to lead to fewer clock stoppages um, with shorter completed passes it could lead to more clock stoppages if he's not completing his passes but as we've seen from Mahomes of late his uh completion percentage is sky high so that's why I'm going with the under Jay Mills what uh what are you what are you looking at for tortoise in the hair pick yeah I was flowing between the over and under I think I took the under just basically solely off the fact that Kansas City has a good defense um they have good safeties that tackle very well and when the Niners get explosive plays it's usually like a 15 20 yard drag and then the Safeties can't tackle, um, and a Debo runs off for, like, whatever, 60, 70 yards, Kittle runs off. I don't see that happening. Um, both these teams like to run the football. Both these teams like to move the ball down the field methodically, um, long drives. Uh, there's going to be a couple seven-minute drives in this game that, honestly, could end up in field goals because the defenses are just so good in the red zone, uh, both defenses. So, I mean, you get a couple of those in a game um, where you get a six-minute drive that ends up in a field goal um, because they can't score around the goal line. I I mean, that's how you win unders. Um, And I think that happens a couple times this game. Um, I think you have a couple field goals inside the 20, inside the 10. um, And I think you see at least two or three um, seven-minute drives in this game. Um, So, that's kind of what I'm going with. Niners defense, I, I don't see how they play as poorly as they did the last three weeks. Um, they've been atrocious in the playoffs, and at some point they are going to show up. Um, they are a good defense. They're too talented to play three straight back-to-back-to-back to back to back, uh, just horrible games in the first half, um, especially in a game that is, I mean, basically must win. Um, you don't get there very often, and, and people are going to be flying around hitting uh, everybody. So I think we're on the same side. This might be um, one of the few bets uh, for the Super Bowl <laughs> that we're on the same side for, um, and that kind of rolls yeah. us into our uh, our next segment, just a Super Bowl pick, who we're taking. Um, 
don't really need to talk about it much. We both know he's got a Kansas City Chiefs hat on. Um, he's a Chiefs and Bears fan. Uh, Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. He's going to be all in on the Chiefs. I'm a Niner fan. This is the third Super Bowl I've seen for the Niners, so if they lose this one, I'm going to be very sad. Um, I mean, getting to three Super Bowls in, in the last 10 years and, and losing all of them would be just, I mean, it's just brutal. Uh, so I'm taking the Niners minus 120. I'll uh, be throwing a big chunk on it at, at minimum five units. Um, haven't done it's it yet, happen. but it, it's going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's going to happen. Niners are going to win. It's going to happen. Niners 27, 24. <laughs> oh, we're doing, uh, we're doing no. predictions now. I was going to, no, okay. I, no, I don't, I don't want 27, 24. I want like 24, <laughs> uh, 20. Because well, I think so. This is a good this is a good segue into a bet I was going to bring up later and a guest pick that I was going to bring up later. But as Justin alluded, I'm taking the Chiefs even money. Throw it on there. I'm probably going to be laddering it up up until the game, probably a little more here and there, especially after CMC cashed me last night. Um I I mean, I think I be, I truly believe they are going to win. Um whether you're a conspiracy theorist with the Swift Kelsey stuff, whether you, it just looks like they're playing better right now, whether you're on Mahomes as the Brady 2.0, whatever you think you know, your reasoning is, I think they've got a very, very complete team. I think the Niners do as well, but they've fallen a victim, unfortunately, to some secondary troubles. You know, Funga is, is a big one, you know, the, the Troy Palomalo 2.0 mini version. I guess he might be bigger. But um, I, I just think when you, when you take everything into account um, – Arguably one of the best offensive minds all time with Andy Reid, a, a, probably a Hall of Fame caliber defensive coordinator in Spags. They've got they've got the coaching, they've got the players outside of maybe that receiving core. Um, but we know Mahomes can can get it, get his guys open. But um, I think the the more fun bet of all this is uh, I was going to take I was going to classify it as a novelty prop bet, but I'm actually going. Um, with a correct score of Chiefs 31, 49ers 21 as my correct score bet at plus 7,500. And this goes back all the way to Hard Knocks. For those of you that watched Hard Knocks, uh, you may remember when the Jets had uh, Oz Perlman on this uh, mind uh, illusion, you know, whatever, a mind reader, illusionist, whatever you want to call him, a magician, uh, onto Hard Knocks. He had players predict the Super Bowl outcome and who they would be playing in the final score. And they called up none other than Mecole Hardman. And Oz Perlman correctly predicted that Mecole was going to say his team would win 31 to 21. At the time, it was the New York Jets. But Mecole Hardman, as we know, made his way back to the Chiefs this year. So his team is in the Super Bowl against the 49ers. And I'm going to go ahead and just throw a little money on it just for fun to see if Oz Perlman's right. 31-21 Chiefs over Niners. Again, plus 7,500. I think it would be a fun little storyline and a nice way to line my pockets if it comes true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a good payout. It's a little, little good little storyline, but uh, Niners <laughs> are going to win, sorry to tell you. Yeah, well, it, the only way this it would hurt a little bit too because it would kill our our underpick. Um, but you know, Chiefs putting up thirty one means there's probably some good things happening for that offense uh, unless the defense scores a couple times. So I thought it was fun to loop in there since you gave a little price prediction. Uh, even more severe than that is our uh, our guest pick Jared back again. We probably remember him with some K State and some college football picks uh, out in Great Bend, Kansas. Comes through with. 
Kansas City 34, San Francisco 20. Thinks the defense forces a couple turnovers. Pat controls the game and gets his third Super Bowl. Uh, so, Jared, we'll see if that comes true. I think KC will be celebrating if they win 34-20. Uh, probably a bit bit wider of a margin than the NFL would like for the Super Bowl, but uh, that's that's the uh, score Jared's going with. Jamos, any any thoughts to Jared if he listens into the pod? <laughs> Uh, no, nah, I'm not going to go off on Jared. I don't know him. He'd probably be at your wedding, so uh, I'd rather not start off on a bad note. But um, I will be giving him shit at the uh, at the wedding. I'll find him. Uh, maybe I'll buy him a, a Niner uh, Super Bowl uh, uh, championship shirt and give it to him. And then uh, he can maybe uh, go over to wherever they ship those Kansas City ones and try to find one um, and wear that. Uh, just like a little cross it off, like second place or something. I don't know. Yeah. I'll we'll keep it simple uh, well, for now. Um until Yeah, after. we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> um, um what are we rolls what us into the yeah. <laughs> Let's move rolls us into the Super Bowl MVP, which uh basically uh you're picking a side, uh, because nobody wins a Super Bowl MVP that that isn't um on the winning side. So I'm rolling with Debo, um, uh, plus 2,500, 25 to one odds uh, for you peeps out there. Um, I went a, a long shot. I didn't want to roll with CMC at basically five to one odds. Didn't want to roll with Brock Purdy, although I think if the Niners win, Brock Purdy probably wins the MVP. But if I'm looking down the board, um, Debo's the only number um, past uh, the 10 to one odds that I, that I really liked. Um, and there's a path for Debo to get there, um, especially with his rushing ability. I mean, if Debo has eight catches for 90 yards and a touchdown in the air, um, then has another rushing touchdown with 50 yards on the ground, and one of those come in like a game-winning touchdown or like he makes a big play in the fourth quarter to win the game, uh, whether it's like a slant, he breaks like three tackles to get there, um, a run play where he just ices the game away. And like I said, he's going to be returning kicks. If he returns a kickoff in this game and then has a good offensive game and they win and Brock maybe just throws for like 260 and a touchdown, no picks, plays a good game. But uh, CMC maybe has two of those rushing touchdowns. I mean, Debo at 25 to 1 is is a number to watch. Um, I, I love the odds. I love the the bet there. Um, there's a path for it. He, he's, he's a guy that can explode for three touchdowns any given game. Yeah, I, I agree. I almost took Debo, but I can't really take him if I think the Chiefs are going to win. Uh, and when you when you start to look at the odds, like I think about the Chiefs side of it, right? I, I find it very hard to believe that if the Chiefs win, Mahomes doesn't have the type of game that gets him the MVP. But I didn't love those odds. And I guess I'm a suck. Call me a sucker for the storyline, Justin. But uh, I'm, I, I picked out Travis Kelsey to win the MVP at plus 1,200. Um, and you'll hear one of my kind of novelty prop bets um, a little bit later on. Uh, but but I think with his playoff history, he's bound to probably have a, a pretty strong game, especially if Mahomes has to scramble and they have to kind of play that backyard style of football. Uh, I think a large uh, a large segment of the audience will love to see him playing well uh, with with T Swift in attendance. And, you know, it could just make a, a great storyline, one that I think the NFL would love to push um, further and further. So I'm going to take Kelsey again, mainly because Mahomes odds weren't good enough. Uh, Pacheco, I thought about it. You know, if he if he has a couple big plays, which, again, you'll hear a little bit later on on my thoughts there, um, he could take it away. A couple big plays and a couple touchdowns. And then I love that if I'm looking at the Niners, I'm not going to take this, but I love the, the Debo bet, Justin, because of the simple fact that he doesn't need the quarterback involved to 
to win MVP, right? He can, if, if he gets that rushing touchdown and then has a big game through the air, I don't see how, unless, unless, you know, Purdy goes nuclear, I don't see how you don't give it to a guy that does it through the ground in the air. That's technically a receiver. That's a gadget guy that's returning kicks. That's doing all this stuff. So I like that pick too. If I was going to side on the, on the, uh, the Niners, um, as, uh, you know, but chiefs guy, uh, so we're, we're sticking with Kelsey and I think this will take us to what should be a fun segment. Our, we've had it before SGP of the week. Jay Mills, what did you cook up for us here with your SGP? Cooked up a very simple one. Um, I'm rolling with Debo because I like Debo this week, and I'm rolling with the Niners to win. So Niners money line, Debo to score a touchdown, and Debo over 50 yards receiving. Uh, basically four to one odds. Um, not the longest shot odds ever, but when you're only going to pick one side, it's kind of hard to get that number up there unless you're just going to take a whole bunch of stuff like you did, as I can see. So um, I'm rolling with the small one. You got the big one. Um, that way that people can ride both ways and, and have a little juice uh, and then also have um, some big juice on your side. So uh, yeah, why don't you I, see what I you got up, cooking on there? <laughs> I rolled mine up to plus 4,900. A lot of what you've already heard, Kansas City money line, Kelsey and McCaffrey, both ATDs. So we pulled out that first half. Uh, Mahomes, over one and a half pass touchdowns. I added in Pacheco, 75 plus rush, rushing and receiving yards. I added Rice with 60 plus receiving yards. Karloftis over three and a half tackles and assists and Butker over one and a half field goals made. So a lot would have to go right for the chiefs for that to hit, but it's fun to throw a little bit on there, you know, 10th of a unit, whatever you can afford, see if that comes through. If you're heavy on the chiefs this week um, and it, it kind of lends itself to our second guest pick Bo out in uh, our Cleveland, Ohio area, looking with uh, chiefs money line, Kelsey over 70 and a half receiving yards Pacheco over 67 and a half receiving yards. Jay Mills, what are your thoughts both on my parlay and Bo's Chiefs-centric uh, parlay as well? Uh, see, we got a lot of Kansas City uh, guest pickers. Um, so um, I hope you guys uh, win anything you guys bet except for the uh, Chiefs money line. Um, other than that, sorry, guys. Uh, I hope the money line doesn't hit. I hope you guys also parlay that without the Chiefs money line because I don't think they're going to win. Um, so make sure you take those, uh, prop bets, uh, without the chiefs money line, maybe throw the Niners money line in there with the, all the chiefs things happening. And then maybe it's even a bigger payout when the Niners win. So yeah, you guys got, can throw your other bets. I'll be happy for you to throw your prop bets. Boza, Boza, big brownies, Browns fan. So he's, he must want to be, uh, getting my good graces here going with the chiefs, but, um, that's, I, that's what the people see J Mills. That's what the people see. So, um, I think uh, our last, we got one more guest pick we'll save. Um, and then we'll run through our novelty prop bets here. Um, I have a hand, I have a lot of novelty prop bets. I don't know if we'll call them really novelties, but they're generally higher odds. They're not your typical bets you'd see in a game. So let's just jump over to novelties for the game. So I'll just, I'll start since I have so many. <laughs> um, I mentioned the correct score already. I did find a DraftKings odd boost uh, earlier this week. McCaffrey, 30 plus yards in each half. I mentioned I, it's, you know, he's going to get fed the ball and the Chiefs do allow over five yards per carry, I think, in the playoffs. So I think he's going to I think he's going to get at least 60 rushing yards. And I my expectation is he'll have over 30 in both half. Um, and, it, you know, when you get an odds boost from minus 140 to plus 120, it's good to throw, you know, half a unit on there. Um, as far as the game goes, uh, J Mills, I also like 
more field goals made than touchdowns scored. Um, that came in at plus 400. And, and I told you that weird line, it's going to be around four to five of each, I think, you know, or three to five of each. Right. And so I kind of, I kind of lean towards maybe four touchdowns, you know, and then you get the, the five field goals in there, six field goals even keeps us under. That's kind of what I'm, I'm thinking. And, um, I think at plus four, I, I'm crazy. This is, I'm, it's crazy to me. This isn't closer to even money. Cause I just think these defenses are going to be able to make some stands and at least from a field goal made att- or a field goal attempt perspective, there'll be more field goals attempted. Uh, I think it ultimately comes down to Moody helping us cash that one. Um, I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on that? Jay Mills? Uh, my only thoughts are I'm going to have a heart attack if Jake Moody's kicking uh, three plus field goals. Cause uh, <laughs> I don't even feel comfortable of him making an extra point. Um, yeah, that's the last thing we need. Yeah. But I mean, hey, if he hit, if he hits a game winner, maybe that'll give him the confidence uh, going in the rest of his career, kind of like Vinatieri did. Struggled a little bit uh, prior to uh, the Tuck Rule game. Hit a couple field goals in the snow to bring the Patriots their first Super Bowl in that dynasty. And, and all, albeit Vinatieri became the probably the most clutch uh, field goal kicker of all time. So. I don't want to see Moody field goals, though, if I'm a Niner fan. I just want to see touchdowns. I don't even feel comfortable. I'm hitting – for you people that have scores with zero um, for the Niners, uh, uh, I mean, 20 is a good number for three touchdowns and a uh, missed extra point. So maybe bet <laughs> the, the – no- I should have bet the novelty prop. Yeah, I should have bet the novelty prop where it's uh, a field goal goes off the upright. But I don't even know if he can hit the upright. When he misses, he misses bad. Uh, snap hooks it. It's like a golfer. I, 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 uh, yeah, we mentioned him on my fantasy team for a handful of weeks until he started doinking him. But uh, I did skip past. I went with my McCaffrey bet. Jamels, you have a McCaffrey bet as well for for novelty perspective. What do you have? Yeah, this is uh, a lot of uh, people's favorite bet. Um, when I'm listening to these uh, like sports gambling podcasts, uh, the ones that we aspire to be the favorites, and all these big mm-hmm. ones that we'll get there one day. Um, over 3.5 uh, rushing yards on his first rush. So basically you need the rush to go for four yards on his first rush. Um, he's hit this um, in 11 of 16 games this year. Um, it's minus 125 right now. I, I think he goes up before kickoff just because a lot of people are starting to jump in on this. So go grab it right now. But he he does this like – I mean, every game, uh, they run behind Trent Williams. Um, it's a schemed, a very schemed run play um, when he gets the ball first. So 3.5 yards really isn't that much. He's averaging more than that per rush. Um, gets this in almost every game he plays. Um, so I go smash this bet. I will be putting a decent amount of uh, money on this. So uh, my favorite prop. Um, and then that kind of rolls me into my next one. Um, Debo to have the most rushing and reception yards for the game uh, at plus 650. I've talked about Debo a lot in this game, so if he doesn't do good, um, people are going to be bashing me, um, anybody that's betting these, because I just think Debo is going to have a big game and have a lot of touches. CMC probably wins this um, if the Niners are going to be winning the game, um, but I just love the odds at plus 650. I think he's really the only other player, maybe Pacheco, if he just gets going on the ground. I just don't know. Unless they get a huge lead, I don't know if they're going to be able to just pound the rock against the Niners. So unless he breaks off like a screen pass or something, um, I I think Debo has a chance to lock this up. And I have one last one. It's another Debo one. It's a first quarter bet that you can cash. That's big money is Debo to lead the first quarter in rushing yards. Um, You're basically hoping 
the first rush he gets or the two rush attempts he gets in the first quarter, um, he breaks one for 20-plus yards, um, which is definitely possible. So I think at 12-to-1 odds, I think that's worth a little sprinkle. Uh, gives you something mm-hmm. to root for in that first quarter, especially if you want to bet the Niners, uh, something on the Niners. And if you're one of these Kansas City fans uh, out there, fanboys, uh, but you don't want to bet them for a full game. You can just bet that in the first quarter, hope that hits, and then you can root against the Niners the rest of the game. So, Yeah. I mean, I, that, now that we're on the topic of Debo, I decided to – I looked up a miles per hour, fastest offensive ball carrier of the game. I'm actually taking Debo. I mean, he's, 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 he's got great speed, but I also think there's probably going to be a lot of opportunities for him in open space. Um, maybe not a lot, but some more opportunities than most for open space. And the odds, when you kind of roll down that list, um, I think he was lower priced than Ayuk. Um, and uh, I know Ayuk's kind of a slant king and slant and go. And, and uh, but I, I like Samuel. They're going to get the ball in his hands. He's going to be, whether it's a jet sweep, whether, you know, it's a deep ball, um, he, he may be able to get that ball and, and get moving. So I like that at plus 550. Um, I think the Chiefs, Justin, are going to try some, some trickeration with, uh, with the offense, especially close to the goal line. I could see Travis Kelsey getting an end around. I could see him getting, um, you know, a, a forward lateral. I could see him lining up in the wildcat and on the goal line and rushing it in. So I t- I'm taking Travis Kelsey for one plus rushing yard at plus 400. I think the only thing you, all you really have to hope for there is he gets one carry and doesn't get stopped in the backfield. I mean, that's, I, I think he's going to get a carry. Um, and so if you think he's going to get a carry, then you're just, he just needs to fall forward. And he's a, he's a big enough dude. Also, we'll s- he could also pick up a fumble and run for like two yards. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, run a fumble in for a touchdown to win the game, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I mean, Justin, what do you think of that one? I mean, it's a it's a fun little. It's fun because it's not a quarterback, and you don't, you know, he's not going to kneel down at the end of the game unless he kneels down to propose to Taylor Swift. Uh, so, I mean, one plus rushing yard. I gotta think. I gotta think there's going to be a play they draw for him at, at quarterback some somewhere along the line. Yeah, I mean. I don't hate it. I just don't know. I, mean, I don't watch enough Kansas City games to know if he, how many often he gets a rush. I feel like he doesn't get a rush very often. But I mean, it's Andy Reid. Andy Reid could give the ball. To, he could line up a freaking lineman at a freaking quarterback and run the ball with him. I, I don't know what's going on with Andy Reid's head. I, um, I think, he's gonna be. I he's think, gonna do at least. He's gonna do at least two crazy things in this game. You're like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, I think. I, uh... In the Super Bowl, last Super Bowl against the Niners, I think he had a, a rushing attempt because um, this was might have been one of like the deja vu bets on DK, and uh, and then I started thinking about it. I'm like, it just they're gonna have trick plays. They're gonna have a handful of them, and I I'll be damned if on this stage with the storyline, Kelsey doesn't get get at least an, an attempt. Um, so you know, sticking with my Chiefs theme, I know I'm I'm, I'm running through the bulk of these novelty bets here. I liked uh, plus one thousand odds, so ten to one. Pacheco to have a 50 plus yard rush and one plus TD. So if you believe Pacheco is going to have a big play or get in the end zone and have a big play, right? Um, I think this, these odds looked really, really nice uh, for a guy that runs hard, has top fast line speed. And, and you basically need one to two rushes to hit this. Uh, you know, you don't need to throw a lot on it and you, you'll get a good payout um, for a guy that's, that's, unless Jarek McKinnon recovers, I think is going to handle the bulk of the work, especially with Edward Solaire having an, coming up with an illness recently. Um, the other one I like is Oct- Octopus. So Justin, um, for our 
listeners that don't know what an octopus is, it is essentially the player that scores the touchdown also scores the two-point conversion. And I'm kind of thinking about this with, A, the number of dynamic players on the field. Uh, I mean, from a Chiefs perspective, you've got Kelsey, who can probably run it in, can catch it, right? You've got Rache Rice, who, who could be targeted twice in a row. You've got Pacheco, who can run it in, who can catch it. And then you flip it over to the Niners. You've got McCaffrey. You've got Debo. I think they're both very, you know, they're both very dynamic, so they can run it or catch it, you know, on back-to-back plays. And at, um, you know, I think it's 15 to 1 odds. Uh, you know, it's not the greatest odds, but it's entertaining. Uh, almost took Travis Kelsey at, at 30 to 1 to do this, but I, I think getting more uh, more players into this is worth cutting those odds in half. And, um, and you know, if, if you see odd numbers going up on the scoreboard, the chances of this just increase throughout the game. So don't hammer it, but I think it's fun to watch for. Um, Jamie, have you ever, have you ever bet an octopus before? No, Um, (laughs) I I don't, I don't like betting those type of weird things. I mean, I do, but um, I just, I kind of stay away from those because I don't even know, like, I'm always like curious, like I don't have like a tech or like a stats guy to do the stats for me. I don't know how often yeah. that happens. Like is 1500 a good number or are they just trying to take my money? So yeah. um, I said, I said throw a, like, a, I don't know, a quarter unit on it and, and then you're back with yeah. what? 300 bucks, 250, throw, 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 throw 10 bucks on <laughs> it or whatever. Uh, when, when 150 bucks, um, yeah. Yeah, it it could pay off. I mean, you could just bet like everything and just hope that. I mean, you bet a lot of these, <laughs> yeah. and just you won't even be able to follow the. You won't even be able to watch the game because you're trying to follow your bets, or yeah, you just yeah. watch the game and then at the end of the at the end of the game you just look at your bank account and see how much you have left in there. It could be zero. Could be like yeah. two thousand. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, I'll have you close. I've got two more. I I promise, folks, and then we'll 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 get to the final guest pick. But uh, last one: 49ers to score first, Chiefs to win the game. Um, plus 350 seems really good for this. Uh, I, I mean, there's there's tons of different scenarios where you can see this playing out, but all you need is the 49ers to score and the Chiefs to win. Two simple things and plus 350. And then uh, the la- I, I won't ask for your input on that one, J-Mills, because I know what you're going to say. But uh, the last one, I'm going with the cross-sport look. Um, I like this one. Scotty Scheffler's round four birdies greater than the total touchdowns in the Super Bowl. Scheffler shot a 64 last year on Sunday. He also shot a 64 on Friday. He's the two-time reigning champ. I think if he shoots a 66 on Sunday this year, I think he's going to win this, cash this bet for us. Um, I don't expect there to be more than four touchdowns, so I'm going to roll with Scheffler at plus 190 to have uh, more birdies than touchdowns in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't hate it. Um, he can't putt today, but, I mean, that changes from round to round with him. So um, he's got to play better the rest of the tournament. But he could easily have seven birdies, and there's not going to be seven touchdowns in the game. Even if he has five birdies, I mean, odds are you're probably tied. There's probably not more than five touchdowns in this game. So um, I don't hate it um, for you golf fans out there, um, especially if you got to sprinkle some money on Scotty anyway. Um you could could win some money. Not too bad. Uh, yeah. Nick Taylor right now for the golf tournament's going crazy. He's nine under. Um, so hopefully he doesn't just run away with the tournament or something to watch before uh, the Super Bowl on Sunday. Oh, bless me. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, it should be it should be fun. I know we stacked up our waste manager bets earlier this week. So excited for uh, hopefully a, a a big money Sunday. Our last guest pick. Shout out to Mark out in uh, out in New York. 
He's going with, I don't know if this is contradictory, but he's going KC Moneyline, Patty Mahomes under passing yards. So we must expect the Chiefs to either get ahead and run the ball or lean on that run game for a majority of the uh, the day. Didn't He didn't mention if they were parlaying him. He just said this is what feels right. So shout out to Mark, uh, New York, Westchester area. Thanks so much for, for the last guest pick. And, and unbelievably enough, Jay Mills, that kind of wraps up not only episode 38, our Super Bowl episode, but our penultimate episode of our first season. So, uh, you know, looking back, it's, it's, it's gone by in the blink of an eye. I can't believe we did 38 episodes since, uh, since the start of of football. And um, we hope we've made you all some money. We hope uh, we've picked up some listeners and we hope you enjoy, enjoy what we're doing. We're going to only onward and upward. We're like, we mentioned, we're pulling in some, some social media folks and we're going to get ramping up for season two, which, which is going to start almost immediately with, with golf and, and then some other basketball. So, um, Obviously, pod, you can always find it on X at BBA pod on Instagram at better bets ahead. Uh, Jay Mills, where can uh, we find your bets on social media? Yeah, um, I'm mostly just going to I'm just going to start shouting out our uh, Instagram and and, um, soon to be TikTok and everything. That's where you're going to be able to find my bets for the most part Um, be on there um, posting stuff. So just follow us. Um, I know we've been talking about our social media for a while, but we're bringing on a social media manager Um, might be doing a little producing for us, too, possibly. Um, So that's kind of where we're at in the pod right now. We're just trying to grow this thing. So like, subscribe, follow. Give us a five star rating on whatever platform you're listening to it. And then if you have any, like, you want to get on the pod, uh, DM us. Um, if you want to just throw your guest pick in there, DM a guest pick, whether it's golf tournament. We'll check it every once in a while, especially before the golf tournaments with golf tournament up. Just throw it in there by Tuesday. We'll, we'll throw you on the pod. It's nice and easy to throw it on there. Um, and we, we'll have some more things of brewing uh, eventually, but. Everybody have a safe Super Bowl Sunday. Um, uh, try not to be too hungover at work on Monday if you have to go to work. So um, I'll be hungover if the Niners lose. I'll probably still be hungover if the Niners win. So we'll figure that out. It'll. It's going to be fun either way. Super Bowl, one of the best days of the year, um, whether you like football or not. Uh, I know I personally, Jen and I, uh, we're just going to, I think we're going to have a quiet time watching it. I, you know, Super Bowl parties are all good and well. They're fun. But I just want to I want to watch the game. You know, I want to see what's happening. I want to see the plays. I want to remember the, the actual game. And, and sometimes you get to those parties and it's just yap, 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 yap. You know, you get people talking your ear off and you can't watch. And then you miss this and miss that. And, and yeah, uh, you end up having my, to rewatch when, the game when the later. Niners, when the Niners are in it, I, I don't want to be around anybody except my, you know, my immediate family uh, that are also Niner fans that I can tell to shut up if they're talking too much. So <laughs> they'll basically just be yeah. me, my brother, my dad, um, my little cousin. Um, and then. Of course, my mom and my uh, sister-in-law. So uh, that's going to be it at the house. Nobody else have already uh, made it. My dad's got a little couch outside uh, for third and long for the Niner game. Uh, he has to go sit in because every time he left the room, the Niners uh, actually made a stop on third and long against the Lions. And anytime he didn't, they gave up like third and 16 run run plays uh, and stuff. So he's got a third and long couch out on the front porch he's going to go sit on uh, and drink his beer during third and long for the Niners. So, so you're saying I should, uh, I should stop by before the game and go and burn that couch, huh? So that they don't hit any of their yeah, third no, longs. No, that, couch, that couch, the couch is lucky. <laughs> um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna build him a little sign above it that says third and long, so that way he knows which couch to sit on. No, I'm sitting on the wrong couch after he's had too many beers. Um, so <laughs> that's kind of where we're at. 
yeah. see how many beers we can get through. Maybe maybe I'll do like a, a drink count or something. Um, how many yeah. drinks I go through through the game? That'd be uh, fun. We need to know the uh, alcohol content too, though, because if I'm throwing back IPAs there, that should count as at like two to three beers. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think I think you have to just do like the amount of alcohol. So like you know, four point five is the average. So if you're like yeah. drinking at eight percent, you get you get a, like the whatever that math comes out to, like one point eight Yeah, whatever it comes out to. So uh, just do the math there. Um, do that, and maybe I'll do like how many times I say the word. Uh, F-U-C-K. I won't, I won't say it right now, but I uh, probably won't be able to talk Monday, so we might have to push the pod till Wednesday for my voice to recover. Yeah, yeah. Well, it'll be Genesis. We just heard Tigers in for the Genesis, which will be awesome. I'm sure I'll, I'll force myself to bet on him somehow. Um, but uh, yeah, thanks, everyone, for supporting us through the season. We've got a lot of great stuff coming up, and uh, we cannot wait for the Super Bowl. I echo Justin's sentiments more than anything. Stay safe. Drink responsibly, bet responsibly, and most of of all, enjoy yourselves. Uh, For the last time this season, Justin, uh, we're going to say goodbye. This is uh, Better Bets Ahead. Thanks so much. See ya.